All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Friday Night Mike's podcast. I'm your host. Yes, is your host, Michael Lanick, with uh, my co-host, Sarah. And uh, this is just uh, really, really exciting. I, I can't begin to tell you uh, how I, how much I've been looking forward to this this podcast. It's something that really came together quickly. It's not like we uh, have been planning this out for for months and it's finally happening. It's kind of something we just talked about really quick, said, yeah, this sounds great, and we're jumping into it. Um, so for people that haven't any idea as to what we're doing and who we are and, and what's going on, uh, I am a lifelong Friday Night Lights fan. I mean, as in, you know, I know the show hasn't been around for 25 years, but, you know, I, I've watched it for a long time, and it's some, it's one of my all-time favorite shows, uh, makes my top 10 list, whereas uh, Sarah hasn't ever watched an episode until now. So, yeah, so everything that we talk about is, and, I, and you know what, I told her before we started recording, I... I didn't want to know her, her thoughts, uh, opinions uh, prior to recording. Uh, so whenever she's going to be talking about, uh, uh, you know, how much she liked or disliked the show, um, you know, I'll be hearing it for the first time as well. So. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Whew. All right. So. Um, yeah, but like, so how is your day going besides watching the show? Uh, oh my god, I'm gonna kill myself. Jump off this this house or apartment or whatever, walk into oncoming traffic. Uh, anything but watching another episode of the show. So, <laughs> so, alright. So, the way we're gonna do this is we kind of hop around. Um, when we do our reviews now, and it's something we used to do with with other uh, another show that we we work on actually as well, which is the Hunger for Hannibal podcast covering uh, the TV show Hannibal. And for the longest time, what we did was we went chronological order. All right, we we recapped the episode uh, as it played out, and we kind of would throw our thoughts and opinions as we went along. It's cool, but it's also really, really hard to do, and it doesn't um, allow for a lot of just kind of floating your ideas and opinions out there if it doesn't pertain to the exact scene. So with this, we're kind of going to jump around a lot. Um, yeah, and it just it kind of think it makes for a better flow to to the to the reviews, to the episode, to the commentary that we're providing. So uh, that's kind of how it's going to work for us. Uh, and hopefully you as the, the listener uh, manage to get something from what, what we have to say. And uh, we encourage you uh, to write into the show. Let us know, um, you know what your thoughts and opinions are, uh, whether you like what we're talking about, if you like the show. And uh, we'll get to more of that with our contact information and all that at the end of the show. So uh, I guess a little information about me. Uh, uh, 
like I said, my name is Mike. I've uh, been a huge fan of TV for for the longest time. I love everything. I love film, love TV. Um, but I've I've been more of a TV fan than a than a movie fan for about the last ten years or so. I've, it's something that kind of happened gradually, and then eventually just kind of took over. Uh, I'm based in the United States, uh, East Coast, and um, it's just, uh, I don't know, I guess it's just one of those things that I've always wanted to work on, which was a podcast about this show, and it kind of just presented itself at the right time, so here I am, and I'll let, uh, let Sarah talk about herself. Yeah, it was. It was just, you know, uh, I think we, I invited you for the season, what, the season two finale, because uh, you had been writing in for a while, and uh, she had a lot of good things to say. I invited on for the finale with a, a couple of other people, and it was a lot of fun. And then for season three, even in the beginning of season three, it wasn't like we were, you know, co-hosts. I think what I had you, I think it was episode was it this? No, I think it was the first episode. I think you had it. I had you on for the first episode, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I, I realized all of a sudden, um, working with somebody was a lot more fun than talking to myself. So, you know, it's like, oh, I'm not talking to my cat, and my. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it's insane if your cat talks back to you, you, you hear actual words. Um, and I didn't want that to happen, so I thought sticking with the co-host would be better for everybody involved. So, um, yeah, so, it, it, and I gotta say, she is a West Coaster, don't hold it against her. It's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, it, it's, it's all good, alright. Um, so... Yes, uh, Can Canadians, man. Uh, <laughs> yes, make sure you send in the voicemails. I need to hear the accents, otherwise I'm not going to believe you one bit. All right, so uh, so that's a little bit about us, and I and I guess now I think we should just jump into into the podcast uh, content and just just get into the review. All right. Okay, so. Uh, this episode was phenomenal. I, 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 I don't know how else to... T I mean, I know there's more words to describe it, but it's, um, it's such an atmospheric show, and the pilot it was very atmospheric in and of itself, maybe even more so than any, any that I could remember off the top of my head, because... I could tell from the get-go that this show had to set up what it was about, the tone, the characters, uh, the backdrop, which is the, the town of, of Dillon, Texas. Um, it had to do a lot, and I feel like it, it did it really well. What do you think?
Yeah, it is. And and I get it. You know, I've, I've watched some movies like that. Um, the Shaky Cam, like Cl- uh, Cloverfield and, and things like that. And Quarantine. Yeah. And it, it could be an issue. But with this show, I don't think you have to worry as much about quite the, the extreme version of the Shaky Cam, uh, which kind of happens on on some of those those movies um but it does lend itself uh an intimacy to the show which wouldn't exist if it was shot with steadicam uh as other sh- other shows have done i think it makes it it gives it an, an accessibility uh i think emotionally that that really helps sell everything ar- around you know the premise of the show Yeah, and, and this is something that they they decided pretty early on, at least based on the stuff that I've read. Um, the way they worked it is is like with most shows, there is what they do, which is traditional blocking. All right, they set they set the scene up. Care, uh, actors have their marks. Um, enter the scene here. Stop here. Speak the dialogue. Da da da. All this stuff. And so, like, if you watch a show, like, say, for instance, uh, Gilmore Girls, which, of course, you're, you're a huge fan, they used a very traditional shooting style, uh, traditional blocking, whereas with this, the way they did it was, okay, this is your dialogue, um, this is the general place you're going to be overall, um, but we're going to have three camera operators around you filming you from different angles, and... Oh, by the way, you can also improvise your dialogue a bit, too. If you don't feel like this is working or you want to add in something, go ahead. Yeah, and that happens all throughout the series. Um, that's not, and it's not something that it slowly dies off. Uh, it's, you know, I'm not saying I, could, I can pinpoint any exact, you know, examples, which is probably a good thing, you know. It's like you can't tell, like, oh, they they were they came up with this, you know, spur of the moment. Everything they say really is really sold well. Uh, but I do know from things that I've read that it was just something that was encouraged, you know. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the actors have said since this show that they were spoiled. Going to a, uh, another show or a movie set, it, it's a bit jarring to step back into a different way of doing things which they knew beforehand and then you're on the show for five years and you leave and go elsewhere and it's like whoa I feel like I'm entering an entirely different world yeah yeah which is it, it, it yeah I think it's because there was such a level of artistic freedom here that to not be able to do that it took some getting used to I think so yeah. Um, okay, so I, I guess even though we're not doing this as in chronological order, I think it probably is good to start out with that opening scene because that opening scene was just amazing. Uh, it, it was. It's the the way they do this. It see it seems like is a signature element of their show is that they overlap dialogue feeds into another scene 
there's a lot of uh, quick cuts uh, between different characters talking. One character will say something, and then we'll, you know, there might be music playing over the scene like it is in the opening one, and you're kind of getting almost a montage, really, of different characters because they have in this in this scene they introduce a lot of characters, right? And they're giving you very carefully edited in snippets of of characters who are going to be integral to the entire series. You know, so for instance, there's Tim Riggins, there's, uh, you know, uh, uh, Brian Williams, yep. Um, um, yes, played by uh, Gaius Charles. And there is, uh, you know, Jason Street, there's Eric Taylor, uh, Matt Saracen, you know, his grandma. Like, the, it's just boom, 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 boom. They hit you and they have to because they. this is a fairly... I mean, it's a fairly big ensemble uh, cast that they have here. And so they have to start layering this on from the start. It's the only way they could do it and do it right. And it's not anything that really ends here. It's kind of the style that they work with throughout the entire series run. It just, every episode, they kind of just layer more and more things on top of one another. And that really becomes like the, the way they, they structure everything for the episode. Yeah, yeah, he is. And, you know, when you're an athlete, uh, you know, look, I mean, in high school, like, okay, for an American, so for Canada, I'm guessing if you're a hockey player in high school or something like that, you know, you're like, is it the, is it the same thing? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so, you know, in America with, with football, um, and it's not just Texas. I mean, it's such it's the biggest sport in America everywhere for the most part. Um, I can attest to that here where I live. Uh, it's, it's, it's not that much different really than, than Dillon, Texas. Um, if, you're, if you've got a good football team and you're a starter, you know, if you're on the football team at all, but if you're a starter and you're one of the best players, I mean – you're the king of the school. I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, you, you're basically uh, a god at your school. Um, so, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's important. It's important to know that. Um, okay, so this this montage scene here, we've got you know, uh, got some characters to, to to cover. So there's Tim Riggins who appears like he's waking up from a hangover. Um, he is is drunk, and he you know he's a character that is is pretty. He's probably my favorite character, maybe from the entire series. He's he yeah. And in that scene where he talks about uh, Brian, uh, Smash Williams, and and I hate him, you know, like he could be Santa Claus, I'd still hate the guy. Um, yeah, right. 
and uh, you know, so we've got that. We've got Matt at home. Uh, he's taking care of his grandmother, um, sweet lady, and um, you know, why why is he taking care of his grandmother? Where where's are there other people around? You know, that's something that that we you know that's something that we don't know yet. So. Um, but yeah, and, and you can see Matt early on. I mean, he's you know being told by the coach to go dig in the trash because he think he threw the playbook in there. And it's like, you know, boy, this is this is where I'm at. This is what I'm this is what I'm doing. I'm I'm now digging digging through a trash can. Seriously, I mean, it, it, like, what am I doing here? Um, so it, it kind of paints the picture. I mean, this is a you know seems like a pretty sensitive kid. Um, it. And yet he's the backup quarterback, so that's that's interesting. Yeah, it's true. The actor himself, I I don't know how tall he is, to be quite honest with you. Um, I'm not really sure. I I I I'd say he's probably comparable to what he should be. I would I would guess, but I mean, hey, there's the short there's shorter quarterbacks. You know, you don't have to be six two six three. You know that kind of thing. Uh, so, but you know, he's a kind of of character who you like immediately. You know, he's exactly so it's something that you you tend to like from the get-go as someone who doesn't well he's not the smash he's kind of the opposite so humble oh what's that right um okay so the the director for this this was peter berg who of course is the guy who kind of brought it from the big screen to the small screen uh he's also a producer and you can feel it in this pilot there's just an elevated sense of style to this. Um, it's not just the, the shaky cam and everything. I mean, that's just kind of like the trademark. It's how they shoot it. But there's just, uh, you feel like it's, whoever's directing this really knows what they're doing. Yeah. No, that, that's a good way to say it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, th this series to me is a lot has a lot to do. It's really about relationships, right? If if I if if I was pitching this show to somebody and trying to get to the core of why someone should watch this show, if I couldn't show them a, a cut scene, if I couldn't show them uh, an episode, if I could just only describe it, I guess the way I would do it is to say that even though football is in Friday Night Lights. You're going to see games. You'll see practice. You'll see you know all that stuff. It's not about football. It never is. It, it, football is really just the backdrop to everything else. You know the ta the town of Dylan, the characters in it, their struggles, what they're trying to do with their life, all of that. That's that's the important thing. Football is kind of just the thing that brings them all together. Yes, it is. It's the foundation. And it's, where, it's kind of where all the characters kind of meet. It's like, you know, the starting point. So, yeah. So, um, let's let's talk a little bit about um, the car dealership scene. All right. 
<laughs> as you like I'm on page nine okay page nine yes of my notes <laughs> um so the, the cardio yeah of the have like a, a rally yeah well the thing is what you have to understand is that buddy garrity although you may not have picked up too much on him yet he is someone who is there for the entire series okay yes that's his dealership and he is as a booster for the for the football team um do you know what a booster is um boosters kind of you know help raise money for the football and stuff like that i mean they kind of like work behind the scenes they kind of get things done and kind of yeah um buddy's a car dealership guy so you can only imagine as someone who does that for a living what they would bring uh to the table as a booster um so it's it's his character is interesting and he'll, you'll see more of him down the road uh well very shortly but yeah he'll be in for the rest of the series that's not uh that's not anything that that you're going to be surprised uh, about here in a, in a couple of episodes because you'll, you'll you'll learn more about him but the car dealership thing it was it was more like um i think it was just about finding a place that everybody could fit and it's the row he's opening his, his dealership so why not open it up uh opening night with a bunch of people there it's good for business so exactly yeah so this scene had a lot of stuff going on didn't it um yeah 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 of course you know he 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 reps yeah well, he does. Although to be fair, it's you'll it's not something that he does much of, to be honest. Um, yeah, and like I said, it's I don't know honestly. Now that I'm thinking about it, this might be the only time you see it. So it's not going to be something you feel you feel like you have to see a lot of. It's it's I I don't know why. I guess they just felt like it fit with his character that he would be fine to go up there and just be as outgoing as he is i i guess yeah so and that's never a, for him that's never a bad thing so yeah so what about tim being a, uh attacked by a cougar uh, i'm sorry a older woman uh is it's like what is a blitz is that a is that sexual i mean is it have you ever blitzed an older woman you know you can yeah, uh, yeah. Mm, something like that, 16, 17, yeah. Um, well, no, but, uh, you know, Tim's kind of a heartthrob in his own way. Um, you know, well, he is from Canada. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that now that you've said that, 
there's any females listening to that, they might be uh, going up to Canada for a special trip. I don't think that they would complain if they could find a clone of, uh, of the actor. So, um, which I mean, Taylor, Taylor Keach is, is, um, I mean, this really was his starting spot. This is what he, he used to kind of jump off into, you know, movies and, and other things. So he's actually been a pretty successful actor, you know, with this show and after this show as well. So, you know, he's good. I like him. He's, he's an actor, I think, and is, a, is his character. It's, he's good. I like him a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so we also get, um, we get to see, you know, Tyra Colette, although you'll, you get her early, earlier in the episode, which, um, we can talk about that too, but Tyra is dating Tim and so, okay, well, tell me what you think about Tyra Colette. <laughs> 50 50 basically yeah it's it's like that scene early in in the episode where they're at the restaurant and she's just sitting there while while Lila is talking and she's like I'm trying to think of the lines she says something like like oh I, I've never heard it. I've never heard. I've never heard anything so clever in my entire life, you know. It, and it's just like you're right. The the way she's just looking at. I mean, obviously she hates her, you know. Um, and but that's that's uh, something that is both admirable and you're like, man, just give her a break, you know. It's like which, yeah, yeah. Um, but she's also just an interesting character in and of herself. So. Um, but we'll, we'll see more of her. She's not. She's not done either. You know, she'll she'll leave a swath of destruction everywhere she goes. Um. So we're also at this this dealership. We've got uh, you know Eric Taylor. He's up there and he's you know kind of gives a little speech. Uh, what what are your thoughts on Eric as you watch this episode? What were what were some of the things that you really picked up on? <laughs> yeah yeah he does uh, this show has a ton of heart which is one of the things that is um, kind of a hallmark it has a lot of heart in the way in the best way um, this show is rarely if ever sappy in like like it's it's not often like you don't get that um uh, I don't know yeah yeah like there's people care about one another but it's not like a full house caring about you like 
it's just you know like saccharine sweet you know like oh my god like i'm gonna puke that kind of thing and, and that's one of the things about it people were very honest with each other i think in this show is just as it goes along um they care for one another in in a lot of different ways um and and i'll say this straight out because i, I don't i mean i, I Eric Taylor, Eric and Tammy Taylor are the, the best married couple that I've ever seen on television. It is the most realistic relationship in that, no, they don't agree on everything. Yes, they have their, their, their fights and things like that, but it's done in such an amazing way. The writing for their characters as a married couple is like second to none. Like, I've never I've never seen a married couple where I'm like I feel like they actually exist so yeah exactly it, they just they have chemistry those two have so much damn chemistry it sucks that they're both married you know because it's seriously it's like and I've heard that they're like really really good friends uh, it just sucks that they're married because I can imagine if they weren't married, I well, let's just say they would be probably together, you know, in in real life. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But you know, yes, their relationship is wonderful, and um, you get a taste of that, I think, in the pilot here. But as you as you go along throughout the series, you're gonna see exactly what I'm talking about. It's just done so well. I, I can't, I don't know how to describe it without. I guess I can't really say more than that because that that's really all that needs to be said. You're just going to have to see it for yourself, I guess. No, no, there's no spoilers. Just But they are. They're so well done as a, as, a, as a married couple. It's just I wish more shows would look at this show and understand how to go about doing it correctly, you know. So um, so what, there's this, this scene in the Taylor household. Okay, so they're like you said. This, she's she's talking about his and her closets. You've got Eric who's watching game film of the other team, kind of prepping for for the uh, football match or football uh, yeah, football match uh, for the uh, football game in a few days. And then you've got Julie uh, reading Moby Dick and uh, comparing his quest for a, a state championship to to the book itself. And. Yeah, so so give me your thoughts on on Julie. What do you think of Julie so far? Hmm. Yeah, like like yeah, what else are you going to do? Um yeah, and, and of course, you know, that's kind of balanced by early in the episode where you've got Landry and uh, Matt go up and like, you know, it, it, and Landry is such a fun character. He is a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's, uh, interesting note, he is the only cast member as crazy as this sounds, he's the only cast member on this show who actually played played football in high school. <laughs> right? Yeah, he does. And, and oddly enough, he's not a football player. <laughs> he's just the best friend of the backup quarterback. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, and and I love that too. And and but what did you think of that? I mean, that in that moment where you know, I mean, Matt's he's a quiet guy. He goes up. He gets just just enough courage to actually walk up and say something to her, and boom, he gets shut down like just like that. And did did you like the the reasons for why she she said that? Like, did you feel like it's because? You know, her dad's the coach, and, and, and maybe dating one of the football players is just something you do not want to do. Like, that's just kind of like, I don't know, kind of mixing mixing areas that shouldn't be mixed. No, I think it's fair. It's fair. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, reveal too much. But I mean, it's it's a fair idea, you know, that you have there. I like I like the way you're you're thinking. So, uh, it's nice that you took that and you're able to come up with a, with what it feels like a pretty good idea of her character so far. You know, you know. Um, well, it could be, or you could be completely wrong. She could actually be crazy for football. She could be her favorite thing in the entire world, and she's just putting up a front. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like candles lit. I mean, it the like, creepy, scary. Like, okay, you need a hobby. Maybe not just reading books, but maybe you need to go get some help. Um, no, no. I think I think that's not likely. So I think we're okay there. Um, so. It this okay so with this uh, going back to the car dealership right so you have all these people you know you got people talking to, ta to um, Eric you know you got coaches uh, those guys that were talking to Eric by the way they're like uh, college football coaches you know pretty pretty well known um, you got people talking to uh, Jason Street uh, it uh, hold on a second uh, I think Kyla. Hold on a second. Uh, oh no 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 no! It's ma it's the mayor, Lucy, Lucy Rodell. Yeah, that's the woman that was. Yeah, the older woman that was talking to uh, Jason Street. You know, she was like, Tat, like like let it fly. You know, stop being so nice and you know like yeah, quit it, quit being a good guy. You know, like yeah. Um, but the thing about this this scene that really. I guess made a big, a big impression on me was it really highlighted just the expectation, right? Yeah, and it just goes to show, like, like if you lost a game, I'm not, I mean, I just one game. You know, we're talking like possibly being run out of town kind of thing. I mean, it, it just, this is what, you know, football here is like the saving grace. All right. This is like what people live for. It, it's what allows them to live their lives as best they can and have something to look forward to. Um, the investment of the community into the football team, it's like the, it's the thing that allows them to feel like they're alive and that's why it's so important to everybody 
it's yeah it's it is their passion and you know to to lose a game to you know all this it's just the expectations and and, and look their team is good as obviously you see at the beginning of the episode you know you've got crews from what was that, i think nbc um yeah, it was. Yeah, the yeah, I like that. That was you know nice, and but it was it it just highlights okay. Yeah, this there's a lot of expectations, but it's also the fact that this team is really really good. Uh, these expectations are there for a reason. Um, it's just it's just something that they have to deal with, unfortunately. So, you're right, but that kind of does layer itself throughout the episode, and it's it's something that Eric talks about right before the game. Yeah, and I think that was a way of alleviating some of the pressure. Um, so what about that scene around the fire with uh, Riggins, Lila, and Jason? They're kind of just, you know, out, I think, in the middle of the woods somewhere, and they're just kind of just chilling, I guess, you know, drinking... Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, it wasn't anything that I remember the first time I watched it. I didn't, I didn't pick up on it because at the time it didn't really mean anything. Um, it just felt, it just felt like dialogue between you know, two characters. Um, of course, you know, and now in retrospect, it does mean something. Um, I, I like that scene though, because it, it showed a camaraderie between the three. Like they've been friends for years. Obviously, Jason and and Tim they've been they've been friends since they were you know kids. Uh, Lila has been dating Jason, which appears for you know, happening for a while. But uh, my guess would also be that they've just known each other for a long time. You know, even before you know Lila was dating Jason, I can imagine that in some form or another they were kind of a trio. I guess. And it, it's nice to see that it doesn't. Nothing feels forced. That might be one of the things too I love about the show. You don't feel very few things ever feel forced. It, it, things feel very organic, very natural. Uh, that could be a, a product of the way it's directed with the camera, all that stuff. Uh, but I think that there's everyone is so comfortable in being allowed to do what they want to do and speak the lines how they want to do them and improvise a little bit that it just it's just like they, they lived in the character you know the characters like you know how in Hannibal it felt like the pilot episode like the show is fully formed it didn't feel like they had to find their voice and figure out what they did well and all this stuff it's the same way with the show you know, they, they already know what they are, and they kind of hit the ground running. Yeah, exactly. And it's like the actors have been playing these characters for a month for fun, and now it's time to shoot the first episode, you know. Yeah. 
yeah, there's a, it's a nice rapport, a nice relationship between the two. Um, you know, I mean, they've both been on a football team for years. I mean, that lends itself, I think, to just that closeness. Um, Tim's job in the football field, among other things, is to help keep him safe. Um, so that's something that I think also helps. Uh, and just being good friends. So I think all that together really just makes uh, a close, uh, wonderful, you know, relationship that is something that isn't um, hard to see between the two. And I, and I like it. it. It really is nice from the get-go, you know, between those two. Did you know that the uh, production in Texas, this show being produced in Texas, was a requirement? for the show yeah Peter Berg yes Peter Berg insisted that the, that the show was shot in Texas partially that was because it was they were given incentives like rebates um, essentially yeah tax breaks they were also given you know uh, yeah, um, not just tax breaks but they were also given um, I, I guess just better rates for shooting in the area things like that I mean it, it helped in the long run I think it, it really helped the show uh, but I think it was also essential because you feel like they're in Texas and you don't feel like there's a stand in anywhere like we're not shooting in Arizona or something you know and it just kind of happens to be Texas for the show Oh yeah, the town that you can walk around in three three minutes, um, and you always joke around because there's cars and people are driving, and it's like, I I always feel like most people fill up their gas tank once a month. You know, right, right, exactly. So, yeah, there's a difference though. With here, there is this is a town, and there's atmosphere just in and of itself. So uh, I. I I didn't know that initially, and it's something I picked up on years later. That it was, he said, you know, look, it's going to be shot here. So I, I thought I always find that a little interesting. It's not often that that happens, something like that. Um, okay, is, is there any other? Is there any scenes here that you want to talk about? I mean, I know we got a big one to get to here. Um, is there anything else in terms of characters? I know you've got a lot of notes there, so just I guess take a stab. Oh, wait, of the Kate. Uh, oh, it's not. Oh, you said Tyra? No, 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 no. That's uh, her name's Tyra. Yeah, not Kyra. Tyra. Tyra Colette. Yeah. T Y R A. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. T Y R A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think it I think she I think he, she compared um I think she the, I think she compared Lila to her like just like a glass of milk like how plain it is you know whereas whereas Tyra is like a milkshake and isn't a milkshake better than just a glass of milk it it's it it's kind of like it's kind of like in Gilmore Girls where uh they compare 
um, Dean to Jess and the you know, Dean is like straight laced and, and and he's like vanilla whereas you know like Jess is spicy and you know he's just you know it's, it's kind of like a similar thing here where I think it's it's he, she's just trying to say you know milkshakes are more fun than milk you know so you can have milkshakes so <laughs> it yeah yeah well, I'm looking forward to that rant. Okay. Yeah, just feed into into the d destruction of, you know, this whole place, and and just hey, why don't you just have a fight? Why not? I mean. When, you know it, it's you're right uh, right now yeah she's such a an attention seeking girl who apparently that's how she gets satisfaction you know yeah um anything anything else I mean I'm trying to think here I'm looking at my notes um let's see um it's um it, no it's it's a common thing a lot of football players do it it's kind of like luck you know, it's like slap the, the the logo, things like that. I mean, it it's just something that's very common in football. Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, there, there might be some kind of, uh, there might be a symbol, there might be some kind of wording, uh, whatever. Sometimes there's a football, like an old football from a championship team from like 60 years ago. Uh, some, you know, everybody touches it on their way out. It's just like a superstitious good luck thing. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I, I'm just looking here, and I don't really see much else. And I think we should probably just jump into the football game. So the big game, the game that you are like, I don't know what the hell's going on here. What are they doing? Here's a football. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. That's the way it's done, and it actually, actually, that's not uncommon in Texas. Yeah, town, town essentially closes down, um, and everybody goes to the game. So, <laughs> I guess if you're a burglar, uh, now's time. Now's the time to strike, right? Seriously, like, oh, I can hit a bunch of houses now. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So this game, uh, football, which I, I will explain it to you another time. You know, I'll get, I'll get. Uh, end zone yeah the <laughs> well listeners if you've wondered does she really know what football's all about you now know for sure that she doesn't know because she used the word pull thingy that they're like my god can't you just get an american co-host i mean someone that actually like knows oh that's a goalpost no <laughs> 
Well, you know what, listeners, if, um, here's what we're going to do. Maybe what we'll do as part of the fun of this show is every week we're going to have a, uh, I don't know what the name's going to be, but it's going to be a, like a learn the game segment where I'm going to teach Sarah a bit of knowledge about the game of football. And hopefully over the, over the course of all of the episodes, by the time we get to the end, she could sit and watch a football game and she'll be able to say, I know what's going on. I know that I, I know that that's a quarterback. I know that that's a wide receiver. That's an offensive line. Wow. Awesome. So yeah, uh, maybe we'll do that for the future. That, that, that should be fun. So, uh, you know what? That's a start. Okay, you got to start somewhere. I'm proud that you've taken the first step. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so we get to the game, and it, it's it's shot so extremely well. You can feel the energy in in the in the scenes in the stadium. You got the crowd, the crowds, bunch of people there. Uh, people running behind the uh, where the cheerleaders are at with you know big flags and. You know, with the logos of the teams and the names of the, the, the team and all that. And it's just, there's a big charge atmosphere. Yeah, it is. But, you know, he's ready for it. I think, you know, his, you can see from his character, he's, I mean... Scared, I'm sure, a little bit somewhere, but I think he's also prepared, you know, to take on the responsibility. So, um, yes, and that really, it, I guess, in a way, that really becomes the motto slash spirit of the show. That really, it really encompasses, in a lot of ways, the show. Um, it's such a, it's such a, it's a very, at this point, it's like a very iconic thing. If you were to say that to somebody, if they understand what you're saying, they are a fan of this show. <laughs> so, yeah, it is a show thing. Um, it's very simple. It's a very simple thing. Um, it's a very simple motto, but it's, I, I always, I've always found it to be very effective, I guess. It really, it re yeah, and, then, and what it says is, you know, it's basically what he's saying is, you know, see each other clearly, see each other for who you are, for who you are as a person, for yourself, see each other, you know, and obviously with full hearts, I mean, right there, you know, uh, we already know what that means, and really what it's saying is if you can see each other clearly, um, if you have a big heart, if you, if you love one another, then you really you can't lose you know that's the things that matter the most and and so it, it's a very life affirming thing um so yeah it's I, I, i've always loved it so it's just part of the show it's, it's the fabric of the show to be honest so uh so we get into this game obviously as you can see the uh the, the, the players initially start out they got some success things seem to be going well and then things aren't going very well. The team seems to be doing some things strategically, which are um, giving them success. They go into halftime, the locker room. Um, they're talking about, you know, what's going on out there. And they come out and things are just worse. <laughs> 
yeah, well, then in football, that's basically what happens. Um, and so they come out and, and they're kind of dealing with, with things are getting worse and worse. And, and then there's this point where, uh, where you have, uh, Jason street, he throws the ball. It is intercepted a football term. The other team's player ends up catching the ball and he's running down the field to the other end zone. Um, cause if he gets to the other end zone, he, he scores a touchdown. Um, and so Jason being the last person who could possibly stop him from getting there kind of just runs and throws his body out at him and the ball gets knocked loose. Uh, um, Dylan Panthers, they recover the ball, and Jason is not moving, is he? Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, brutal. It is. It, 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 it is brutal and um, very well done, I think, from the standpoint of someone watching this show. You believe, like, it actually happened, which is, of course, the point. And um, he's not moving. So, obviously, what we, you know, see is this, this is a serious injury. This isn't, um, I sprained my ankle. Um, this isn't even like I broke my leg. This, it, yeah, this is a lot more serious. And as you see, uh, the the crowd falls silent. Everyone is worried. Um, Eric's worried. Uh, it... Yeah, and that's something that's not uncommon. Um, I think what a lot of people get a. A false sense of what American football is, where it's like, okay, yes, it's it's an aggressive game, it's uh, it's you know, it's a very violent game, uh, but nobody likes to see other players hurt, um, no, no, and the other team, I mean, they, they know what they're doing out there, and they know that there is some level of danger to it, so when something like this happens, it's yeah, like you said, there's no personal enjoyment, it's um. You're just hoping things are okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're just trying to keep him talking. I mean, they don't know the full extent of his injury at the time. Um, I'm sure they've got some preliminary ideas from the get-go, but I, you know, with that stage, you're just like, okay, let's just, we don't know, is there any brain injuries? Uh, you're not sure at that time, so it's just about, okay, you're, you're a lot, you're awake, you're functioning, you can talk, so let's just, let's get you off the field and let's get you to the hospital and let's, let's see what, what's happening here. And uh, so they do that. I mean, they get him on the stretcher, they carry him off the field, you know, everyone's clapping, uh, hoping that he's okay. But there's a game that still has to be played. You still have to play. It, the game's not done. It, it's not some like you said, it's not um, – nobody probably at that point in a lot of ways wants to be there, I guess. But, you know, you have to. It, you got to finish what, what's what's happening, and that's, that's the game itself. So, 
you know, the ref brings everybody out, the captains, and, you know, basically says, um, there's three minutes to play, let's, let's do this as safely as we can, and uh, good luck to everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Matt, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, Playbook Fetcher, he, that's, that's actually his nickname. That's what, that's what he goes by. Um... Yeah, Matt Saracen, uh, the quiet guy who probably doubted he would ever see the football field for any reason except to hold for extra points, now is suddenly thrust into the spotlight. Right? This 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 guy is gotta has gotta go out there and now lead a team, which all. Yeah, he's gotta step up and you know facing a team which the starting quarterback probably the best quarterback in the country, is was having a hard time dealing with so now he's got to go out there and see what he can do and he is like a deer in headlights oh, well yeah so yeah great minds think alike so yeah <laughs> um yeah he doesn't start out well he um turns the wrong way he's supposed to hand the ball off to to smash and uh, that doesn't work and he gets drilled I'm sure that hurt and the second play he throws the ball and hits his lineman's the offensive lineman's right in his head um yeah it was what well, was funny but you also felt really bad because you're thinking like this guy's mind is racing like a million miles a minute at the moment yeah yeah so that that that's when Eric calls him over. He says, you know, basically he says, calm down. Just, you know, this this is what you got to do. Let's break this down into very simple things, which is throw it to the guys in the blue uniforms. <laughs> and, and yes, and we will be okay, hopefully. So he goes out there and, and things, you know, start to ease up. And, um, you know, some, some uh, they score a touchdown and then they get the ball back. And, um things you know the clock's winding down uh, they've got seconds to go the game's going to be over and uh matt kind of pulls a miracle out of the hat i guess is the only way i guess you can put it yeah he does and he pulls it off and you know the team celebrates and then everybody kind of gathers in the middle of the field and and you know has a, a little prayer and you know says and yeah, hopefully things will be okay, all that stuff. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a nice, it was a touching scene. You know, the whole team from both teams come together, you know, to you know reflect that you know the game itself is important, but you know there's more important things like the health of people, you know, around them. I. Wow, that's that's actually pretty touching. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I I did first time I watched it, I felt the same way. Yeah. Yeah, and I like the because what they did in this what was really um, well done was as the game is going on, they're flipping between the game and and uh, Jason. Yeah, they're they're cutting off his uniform. They're cutting his helmet off. Um, it's yep. I mean, they as you're watching the game, 
you're also watching someone's life um who, someone whose life has changed forever and physically you don't know what the extent of the injuries are yet but it's it's important the most important thing is what's what's going on at the hospital and it, i like the dichotomy between the two scenes uh, because each each one had a different feel to it and a, a different um different stakes um, one was a game and the other one is you know someone's life and yeah, yeah, and I liked I liked how they did that. I thought it was exceptionally, you know, a well done, uh, <clears throat> well done editing. The editing for for that was just um, wonderful. So, so, so then the, the game's over. Everyone meets at the hospital, and you kind of get little snippets, uh, a lot like in the beginning of the episode, where you're kind of seeing everyone's reactions. Everyone's reacting in different ways. You know, Matt looks like, okay, he just won the game, but, like, this is, he's not celebrating. He's just sitting there, like, you know, he understands, you know, that, that Jason's hurt, and he's just trying to to kind of just take it all in, I guess. Yes, that's something we don't know yet. We don't know the extent of the injuries. So that's something I guess we would just have to find out, you know, in the next episode. But, you know, the the scene with Julie uh, comforting Lila was very well done. I liked how the only thing that, that played in that scene was some music, some very light music. Uh, I love when that happens. I wish it would happen more in TV shows where they take the the effects they take the the uh, the crying and all that stuff they take it out of the scene and it's either very silent with nothing or maybe some very light music and because you get to see you're seeing the crying you don't need to hear it and it actually makes it more potent Yeah, I don't know what it is either. It's it. There is something to the lack of sound that's that seems to really amplify everything else around it. I guess it's like you know someone who is blind, um, but but their all the other other senses are amplified. You know, like their sense of touch and 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 sense of hearing and all that stuff. I feel like it's it's kind of a similar thing here where you take the sound away. And because you can't hear them crying, you're paying so much more attention to their faces and seeing the, the anguish. You're really taking in the anguish through vi only visual, uh, only a visual way as opposed to kind of having the two combined. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, yeah, so, yeah, this, this, this whole... Um, Oh, I'm sorry. One other thing I wanted to talk about because I, I didn't get to talk about this earlier. One of the things that really makes this show work, uh, it adds another layer of excellence to it is a combination of a couple things. One is the editing. The editing in this, this episode, and it's something that really is throughout the entire series, it, it, it's just 
excellent. Uh, whether it's layering things on top of one another, on top of one another, and keep keeping doing that until you you get an impression of the people in the town and all that stuff. Uh, but the editing is just top shelf for this series. Um, the other thing that kind of is infused in every episode throughout the entire series run is the details. There's so many details in this episode. If you go back and watch this episode, there are little things, facial tics, players. Uh, like, for instance, there was the scene where before the game starts, Tim's in the locker room and he's shaking. And you can just, I mean, you can tell he's, he's amped up, he's ready to go, he's also really nervous. And you can just see it in his face. Um, you can hear the creak of leather of the football helmets. Um, there's just little, like, the sound effects, I think, are as phenomenal as any other aspect of the show because they go to great lengths to really get that. And sometimes they'll just film little details, little things that get put into the episode. Just, you might see something for a second. But other shows, lesser shows, never would have thought to put that in there. But it, it really it adds up and it means it means so much in the total uh, immersion into this world. Yeah, authenticity yeah, authenticity is very key in this show. They really go they do. They go to great lengths to really make it feel authentic. Uh, regardless whether it's a football scene, whether it, regardless, um, authenticity seems to be one of the hallmarks of the series. So um, it's just something that I continually am amazed at. And having gone back and watched the pilot, which I haven't seen for a, for a while, um, it really, it just, I don't know. I just was amazed because I could. I remember watching it and I was seeing those little scenes, those little snippets, and. And the sound effects, things that just other, like I said, other other shows, lesser shows, never would have thought was important enough to pay attention to. So, yeah. Yes, yes, and I'm not revealing anything. <laughs> uh, all right, so I, th I think we should probably, you know, kind of give give this a rating. Um, Um, I guess, you know, let's do, let's do out of 10 for now. Um, maybe we'll come up with an actual rating system that pertains to the show itself that we can do each week. But for now, let's, um, let's just do out of 10 and then, you know, hopefully by next, next episode, we'll have something worked out. So, uh, for me, um, I guess my last thoughts on the show are that it was just phenomenal. It was, I, I really thought it excellence from top to bottom I didn't feel there was a weak spot anywhere um, it was just the acting is top notch the the writing I think the writing is stellar uh, I felt like every, everything that people were saying sounded like they would be saying it uh, like I could walk down to down the street or go to a mall and hear a teenager say the exact same thing or an adult say the exact same thing um, nothing felt, it didn't feel contrived, which I think is something that most shows should as aspire to be. So for me, I'm going to have to give this, I got to give it 10 out of 10. 
I, I really can't give it anything less. So that's just that's just me, because I thought there really wasn't um, any weaknesses in this episode. Yeah, you do. You've told me that on many occasions. <laughs> in Ly in Lila, yep. Yeah, it's very well said. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Um, and like I said, to anybody out there, it's um, we're you know might be thinking, man, ten out of ten already. Gee, you guys are like softies. Um, yeah, look, I mean, not every episode of this this uh, series is gonna receive a ten out of ten. Um. I think the quality across the whole series in and of itself is very good. Um, but, it, you know, every show has got its weaker episodes. Every show has got um, nitpicking, things like that. And that will come, you know. So if you're, if you're, if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, man, I'm just going to like every episode, they're just going to give it 10 out of 10. Look, it's not going to happen. But this is, like she said, this, is, this pilot is amazing. It, it stands among the best pilots I've ever watched. Um, I I hold Hannibal in the highest regard. Lost, I think, it stands among the you know regardless of whether you like the show or didn't like the the pilot itself stands among you know the greatest. And there are all um, other shows as well um, that are just pilot wise pilot wise just fantastic. So I think that this particular episode though does deserve the ten out of ten rating. Because it excels, I feel at everything it was trying to achieve, and if you do that, and it's effective, I think you deserve, you know, ten out of ten. Yeah, like I said, it's a lot of characters to get introduced to. Um, you need to get introduced to the characters, the world, um, what's at stake for the people in this this place. Um, the backdrop, the, the, the town, everything felt like it was given just enough uh, in the episode to feel like nobody was short-shifted you know, in the episode itself. And I think that they balanced everybody out perfectly. Everybody got at least one or two scenes to shine. Um, so I feel like that is what you've got to hope for with an ensemble cast, at least at this point of the show and uh, hopefully they can maintain that quality. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not going to reveal anything. I am Fort I am Fort Knox, so not going to exactly not going to find out from me. Um okay, so uh since we've already done the rating, let's uh let's get into the contact info.
what what so what are we gonna do here? So we've got email, we've got uh, Facebook, um, and then we're also I think gonna be getting um, a Twitter account as well. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, so you know, go ahead and give us an email. Sh you know, give a shout out. Um rate us on iTunes. Uh leave us a review on iTunes as well. Uh if you have any questions, uh, be sure to you know let us know. I, I mean, if you disagree with something that we're saying, that's fine. Uh, we're not looking for people to necessarily always have to call in and and agree with us or anything. I mean, that's certainly fine. But if you have a differing opinion, great. Uh, we'll air it. We'll talk. You know, we'll we'll uh, play your voicemail. We will read your email. We'll respond to you know whatever you have to say. This is a show that isn't about, I love this show, so the people that listen to this podcast need to love this show too. Um, just, you know, give us any kind of feedback that you want and we'll do our best to respond and um, make it worth your time you know, that you put forth in, in contacting us. So we, we will have a Twitter handle. Um, that way we can kind of interact with people. You can When we get the Twitter account uh you'll be able to leave you know questions uh, thoughts and opinions there and we'll kind of move forward and uh and kind of just go from there and and watch the podcast evolves and hopefully you know we find a following and people that are as uh interested in going on this journey with us as we are uh, ourselves Exactly. So, uh, I guess that finishes the, the first episode and, uh, I'm really looking forward to, to the next one. Um, so I think we should probably end it here and, uh, you know, we'll see you guys in the next, in the next podcast. So I kept thinking, how do we end each episode? You know, what do we do? Right. I mean, there's no theme song to sing. So, uh, no, you know what I think? I think we should end the episode, uh, simultaneously, uh, say the motto of the show. Yep. <laughs> well, well, people, all the people out there, if, if you have any, uh, hope in this podcast, it is all gone. Um, what no don't don't go trying to you know redeem yourself now you already messed it up all the people are like okay sarah you are terrible look what you did you can't even get the damn motto right 
you know, you can't, you, you don't know what football is, you can't get the motto of the show right, you know, what the hell. Um, uh, oh, yeah, okay, well, we'll see about that. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so, uh, I guess count of three, we'll say at the same time. So, one, two, three, clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. <laughs> well... That's the best we've got, people. We can only go up from here. We, we've hit rock bottom. It's, it's you know, we can only go up. <laughs> oh, the day that that happens, it'll be the finale of the series. <laughs> All right, everybody. Yeah. Yes. Look for, yeah. Stick with us till the finale so that we can finally say it in unison. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll have a good night and we will uh, see you next time. Night. All right, that uh, I think that worked out pretty good. So, oh yeah, hold on. Uh, me just bringing it. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, on the count of three: one, two, three.